You are now listening to the High and Dry Draft Podcast with Isaac Keller. (coughs) (coughs) Please enjoy the show. Hello. Welcome back to another episode of the High and Dry Draft Podcast. I'm Isaac Keller. Uh, Thrilled to be joined with two basically co-hosts uh joe and peter welcome back guys thanks for having us thanks Uh, to be here yeah always a treat always a treat uh thank you guys so much for coming on uh i've been busy lately got a new job been moving uh life is happening again i no longer play 2k all day in the quarantine uh so I'll experiment with stuff moving forward. We still plan on collecting all the draft Twitter people, origin stories, going through my own shit. Got a lot of stuff to do, but it'll happen whenever it happens is kind of the kind of the thing. Uh, but yeah, so we're just going to bullshit around about everything that's happened since the last time we did one of these. Uh, mainly like finals, draft, lottery fits, just things we've been running over in our group chats and whatnot. Uh, Joe's been watching YouTube all day of shit, so you might might have some things. Me and Peter, we're all in the same group chats. We be doing the stuff. <laughs> yeah, do my due diligence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so Joe, Joe, who's the what's the what's the thing that stuck out to you today? Just or let's finals. Do we want to talk Giannis being insane first? Get that out of the way. <laughs> we probably should. Yeah, I just probably give him his due. It was just so like satisfying like i at that point enjoyed watching both teams so much like that whole series was just a treat and i really did want it to see it go seven just to get that squeeze out as much basketball as possible but like Giannis obviously was crazy but just like i was so impressed with middleton like this was i was kind of a skeptic on like parts of his game like until this postseason like just the defense was iffy at times and you know stepping up in the big moments and like he just shut me up more than Giannis shut me up because I mean I was a huge (laughs) coming in but yeah it was it was fun to watch him gel those two gel together and then just Drew Holiday is one of my favorite players to watch in the league I, I think I mentioned during that series, like he's basically just like a six three James or Jimmy Butler. And like I kind of see him on like Jimmy's still Jimmy, but Jimmy's kind of got the nasty mid-range that Drew doesn't have. True. True. But yeah, that's they both just have that crazy dog mentality where they'll pick up at full court, like first possession of the game and just will not give give in or like give the opponent any time to like recover at all there were, and there were so many like moments where you like so many like iconic moments of like drew's defense on ball like being the difference in like the clutch moments oh that was pretty cool it's not just like a i don't know like a thing a general thing that you speak to but it was like very tangible like the impact he had oh, and yeah. i yeah i, I agree like Chris Paul kind of just disappeared and like it was just so yeah. weird. we've never really seen that happen. And then when you just like honed in on Drew for like two or three possessions, he was literally just like bodying him for 20 seconds of that of each possession, just like wearing him down physically. 
And I mean, Chris Paul's old and he's not the biggest guy. So that, that was huge. That was the game changer of the, or the series changer really. Yeah, man. I really hope, I mean, I, I assume like Chris Paul is going to run it back with these guys. Right. Like he kind of has to, I think either that or join LeBron, but God, I just, to me, I felt like the Bucks window feels like it's a little more open in comparison to at least Chris Paul's window. Yeah. And like, obviously this is the closest he's ever gotten. And I mean, Chris Paul annoys me as much as any player in the league just because <laughs> of his bullshit antics. And the, petty, like old guy. The he's Jersey tuck stuff. Awesome. I love that. Yeah. Which literally changed our whole season two years ago when he <laughs> <laughs> called out whoever that was in the Jersey. Uh, but I still want to see him. That? Who did check in? Jersey untucked. Was it like, was it Nas or? I, I want to say it was say an Nas. older guy. Okay. But I don't fucking remember. It was someone so irrelevant. That was part of the reason that it was just so frustrating. <laughs> Some Elon, dude off the bench. Keelan Martin coming in just like. <laughs> it is also a very Chris Paul way to finally like get like your perfect fit team. And then this, it's the Giannis coronation. Once you're finally there, like drops 50 on you after his leg goes the wrong way. Like that was like an all time series and just, yeah. Coming from the injury and the way he capped it off in game six, like, I'm having a hard time contextualizing it. And I think I get a little bothered because we always every year play this like recency game where like whoever wins the championship is like crowned the best player. And I think you can definitely, there's a case to be made for Giannis. Personally, I still have Braun and KD ahead of him. If everyone's healthy, sure. I'm still going those two for now. Mm-hmm. Um, but that doesn't take anything away from the fact this was like, a historic an all-time yeah is in terms of a full series run like when we look back we remember like the Dirk series for example like that's the one that's kind of coming to mind for me sure as like a signature you literally just couldn't stop this guy mm-hmm. felt like he single-handedly won it obviously it's a little different Dirk was old and it was like a nice story like veteran team all this stuff mm-hmm. versus Giannis it's almost like terrifying He's what, like 26? 26. Like, what is going to happen for the next 10 years? Yeah. Um, but yeah, pretty, pretty awesome series. And I don't care at all how it compares to Kevin Durant's favorite series. I think that's all just so dumb. And we can appreciate that it, they're all historically great <laughs> in their own way. Yeah. There's the good Dragonfly Jones tweet that went around that was like, yeah, Giannis is just like fine with it too. Like they asked him about KD and he was like, yeah, man, that guy's so good. <laughs> Dude, he's such a like perfect person. I think maybe that's, we want to see some like relation of like our um, inadequacies as people in this guy, but he just has nothing. He's like perfect across the board. And may, I, maybe that's why we can't like get our head around this guy. Cause he's something else. Sure. Yeah. I just, uh, the, the content we got, like the PJ Tucker celebration and then like the Chick-fil-A like drive. That was like some of the best posts win celebration videos. And content I think we've received in, the last 10 years for sure yeah him in the drive-through very <laughs> iconic also going back to like middleton kind of getting cemented he's kind of got that joe dumar swag forever now 
And then who else, Joe? I think you're you maybe eat maybe had to eat your words on Pat Connaughton a little bit after he caught fire for the second half of the season. Oh series. God, yeah, for what one quarter in the whole playoffs? I, I he shot know. like fifty percent for the series or something crazy oh, like Jesus, that. Of course three. he did. Didn't I, he make the most three point field goals in the entire series too? Out of all the players, he had like sixteen or something like yeah. that. Yeah. On either team, damn. I know a lot of Bucks fans who hate Pat Connaughton, so I I always felt like my discontent for him was justified. But yeah, he came through. I mean, I, to go straight, you have a bunch of really good players. Sometimes that fifth guy just needs to be the dirty work guy. I feel like we always see that, and he hit that role pretty perfectly. And he's like quick release, three crazy athlete. Uh, will get on the floor. Yeah. I think he, he and can Porter. throw a fastball 95 miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah, I think he and Portis just kind of split that duty of just doing the dirty work and like being just like gritty momentum spark plugs and like just watching Bobby Portis play basketball is the funniest thing to me. Like it looks like his eyes are about to pop out of his body. Since we went around, it was like they got to give Bobby Portis's eyes a statue. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yes. Yeah, hey everyone, bought into the role. Coach Bud actually came through. Happy for him too. Um, silence the haters. I, I'm of course excited that hopefully we'll have more matchups next year with Brooklyn and Philly and like. With a healthier matchup, because I think that would be super fun. But, like, yeah, Milwaukee, no fluke. They're for real. And how about that, like, last offseason, everything with Drew, all that, like, throwing everything for him? Pretty yeah. cool that it was. I want to know how Bogdanovich feels. <laughs> yeah. Dude. I also want to know how Nikola Miritich feels that Bobby Portis is playing <laughs> clutch. Oh, my God. Clutch finals minutes. <laughs> Uh, Miratik will make a reappearance, I feel like, at some point. He might Not. feel like he has to now just because of what Bobby did. He's got to go get a ring. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to get two rings now. Hell yeah. What else? Well, who who else in playoffs impressed you guys? What previous? Hmm. Well, I think... Injuries and stuff. I think a team that really impressed me was the Clippers. Just playing basically the whole postseason without Kawhi, like in the ability to, you know, persevere through that and and make it, you know, make it a good series in the Western Conference Finals. And such a ragtag bunch too. like Reggie Jackson was awesome. Cousins had his moments. Um, It's just interesting to think about that team going forward, because like. Who knows how long. Kawhi is going to be out but I mean I think they proved that they're a good enough team with what they have right now to still be competitive in the west if they do miss out on Kawhi for half the season so um yeah I mean I think um Tyrone Lue is like one of the most underrated coaches in the league like just with his defensive schemes and like his ability to make subtle adjustments and like really read the opposing team's offense quickly. And that was a huge reason why they were able to stick with, I mean, they beat the jazz and then they stuck with, was it six games? 
Phoenix. Phoenix. Yeah. Yeah. Six. Yeah. Phoenix. I think that's I right. Was, I was not expecting that, but I mean, they were all really competitive games, and yeah, they were just a fun team to watch with man too coming. Oh, yes. Big coming out party for man. Yeah, for sure. I do always get a little salty that it's not Amir, but I understand. I know. (laughs) I feel like we can have both. We can have both, but yeah, maybe next year. Yeah, that's a good one, Pete. I think for me, like the thing that like I will take away besides the Bucks is just Atlanta's run that they went on and Nate McMillan and the boys, like (laughs) How, what a turnaround. I know it was like too late for him to like coach of the year. I, I don't even remember who won. It wasn't Nate, was it? It was Tibbs. It was Tibbs, yeah. All right. That, which was fine, but like, wow. I mean, which was fine. The Knicks were such a fun story before they lost in the playoffs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know. And it was hilarious. Uh, but I just did not see like the fact that Trey made it further in the playoffs than Luca. Yeah, and it like that also looked. Legit. I thought they might beat the Bucks after those first two games. Yeah, like the whole thing was clicking with Collins and Kevin Herter going crazy, and like they looked really good. Sure. And it's kind of like okay, I mean, they obviously surpass expectations. Won't expect them to make the finals, but I really hope they can figure something out with Collins and Danilo and everything this offseason because that's that's super fun if they can run it back they're maybe selling cam reddish to try and run it back so we'll see yeah yeah Uh, i I know a lot of teams would probably take some reddish action (laughs) kind of funny (laughs) like they had all these young guys and now they've hit on just all of them right so they have to trade them because they can't afford to keep anyone it's like uh, yeah just because he must be nice healthy I saw that earlier this week. A Kongu had surgery and he's going to be out for like six to eight months, which I was yeah, super bummed about. But um, he had some nice flashes in the playoffs. Who's that? Uh, don't they have a like a Maryland center? Who did they? Bruno get? Fernando. Bruno Fernando. <laughs> get him going, man! It's a new era. Hercules. <laughs> yeah. Bruno. Uh, going to be a problem. Yeah, no, but the Trey Young just being so good at driving the offense that it like doesn't matter (laughs) that he's five ten maybe on defense. Well, this Uh, it was really interesting watching him too because like I'm not gonna lie, I didn't watch a whole lot of Hawks basketball during the regular season. Just I I don't know why, but like I realized that Trey is really kind of like a pass first point guard. Like he's all about like just penetrating and then dishing and I think I mean part of it is just like he has a perfect roster around him just with Capella being so athletic and then he's got at least two or three shooters around him at all times Um, Tony Snell and then especially Tony Snell (laughs) Um, but yeah I was just impressed by like his ability to I mean I'm sure he wanted to pull up from 30 more often (laughs) than he really did but like well, the thing is, they would like have to respect that he could do that whenever he wanted. Yeah, he, he just the floor up. is just so open. Yeah, it's like it's not even quite like Steph because, to your point, like he's always looking to pass to someone at the same time. Right. <laughs> like the the floor is just so open. Like there, there were definitely stretches where he looked like the best player on the court, 
for sure in games against Giannis, in my opinion. Like oh, they cool. just had no answer for him. Mm-hmm. And obviously he didn't have much of an answer for Drew and them when he's trying to guard those guys. But you live with that. It obviously got them pretty dang far. And yeah. I think they can figure it out. Sure. Yeah, I'm a fan. Yeah, it's Ooh. like what I don't even know, but it is he's because he's still so young, like fucking him yeah. and Luca right there. That draft is crazy. Yeah, I mean Aiden, like pretty cool, all three of those guys. Yeah. Poor Bagley. <laughs> Poor Get him Bagley. out of Sacramento. Oh, yeah. That's a oh man. What, is, what does Sacramento do with the draft? I <laughs> I see a lot of like unsexy picks for them, which like kind of makes sense, but also is like uh yeah. like is Mo Wagner really gonna like Franz, yeah. Oh yeah. I was there. watching a little bit of the um low and Woj special today and they were like oh they might try to like move up they maybe would package their pick in like harrison barnes for a higher pick and i was like no one wants harrison barnes <laughs> like no they're just they're stuck right now yeah and like who they don't that. even have like a like i guess if you're moving up to get like mobley yes i get it but mm-hmm. like i don't know that like jalen green or suggs or Sure. nice yeah bits for some them. Of, yeah some of it depends on how committed they are to heal i, I think they'll probably dish yeah him. i feel like he's probably out that was yeah, i the, agree we have halliburton though too and he had an awesome season so yeah yes yeah. halliburton fox i know they've had like a historically bad defense each of the last two years like <laughs> like the worst ever i think um so I get like maybe let's not overthink this and let's go get you know Franz or one of these defenders, but Kaminga. It's yeah, Kaminga. Well, I don't know if he's gonna solve your defense year one. He's a but, he's project for sure. Yeah, and just like I'd feel so bad about sending Kuminga <laughs> to the Sacramento development. <laughs> like God, I guess playing with Halliburton and stuff would be kind of nice for him, but just given the king's track record of stuff and like his generally like you got to nurture that dude shot <laughs> for sure oh. who else i was doing a little bit of research on scotty barnes today too and just was very impressed with his potential on defense too and he'll probably go yeah that that's the guy i think that'd be perfect i but they're at what nine or something yeah i think schmitz says orlando likes him a lot which makes sense to me yeah also makes sense (laughs) just throw out scotty barnes and jonathan isaac leonard hamilton wet dream (laughs) that's pretty cool those two (laughs) jesus yeah i don't know if they get if they get barnes and giddy that's just so fun so much movement and Oh my god. Speed. Yeah. I have no idea where both those teams are Orlando and Sacramento. It's I just feel like just whatever. Just go get someone fun. Yeah. Figure it out. Like You're the, so far away. I mean, like Isaac and some guys are fun. Fultz had a good year when he was around and yes, Hampton yeah. had some flashes. I like Cole Anthony. I like that trio of young guards. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I think Giddy could still fit with them now. Absolutely. 
having Gideon Barnes just as an other like release valves for those guys and like passers for those guys like Hampton's fucking fast off the catch and I think Cole Anthony can be like a uh sprint around the court and jack threes sort of attack oh, yeah. closeouts type of thing oh yeah so that all makes sense and Wendell's a pretty good passer I feel like he's probably better than Mo right now even if they're gonna start feeding Mo more stuff next year I don't know I'm intrigued by them for the first time in a while or not for a while. Well, they have, yeah. The magic. <laughs> they have a uh, Wendell Carter too, right? Yeah. 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 Yep. And, he's yep. and then piece there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just glad that they're finally done with, uh, with they've Steve Clifford still last year. So. Donner, yeah. He, like, God, that ship was so sailed. Yeah, so they brought in this dude, like Mosley. I don't know anything about him. He Come was on, someone's assistant that they really liked. Yeah. In I don't even know. The Mavs. I f- someone like that. Mosley. That sounds right. I mean, he's got a lot of interesting pieces. You're absolutely right. Like, in kind of, I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of room to be creative with who they've got. And you, if you add a couple more Scotty Barnes, Josh Giddy types, you can have a lot of fun with that. I feel like they still need some like wing scoring. Well, they got, they got Terrence shooting. Ross too. But yeah, I, I feel like just out of respect for his career, it would be best to part ways with him and just yeah, hit <laughs> let Dwayne Bacon do the thing. Now. <laughs> yeah, they just rode Take Fournier and Ross resident. for so long. I, Fournier leaves, Ross. I agree, could be out. I think it's and Vooch, the like there's just so, such a like vacuum in the scoring department that sure like Mark Cal and Cole can pick up some of that and that's kind of what they do but yeah, I would I would love to see like Moses Moody there too I think that'd also be oh, fun yeah, Moses Moody would be a really if, yeah, if they get Giddy and Moody I think that'd be massive yeah no, I'd love that I have seen it a lot of places, but I just love the idea of Giddy with the Warriors too. If they hang on to their, that picks. would be really fun. I would love to see that. Just have him run and then just dish, like do what he's absolutely best at. I feel like they maybe want someone that's going to play more defense right away, but and I think they're big on maybe trading that for a person or something that's still that's what it sounds like. But he would be so fun. That's like a hub for like Steph moving off of like right? him Just and him Draymond one double screens. Like they yeah. they can do a lot of fun shit. Yeah. And I mean, like he's got a decent shot, but like being around that culture, like he'd probably really develop a nice jumper. And <laughs> that is a scary thought because he he's like six nine too. Like he's such a unique player. He's kind of think of him as like a taller ricky right now but like if he could add a jump shot taller ricky's a weirdly good comp for him actually yeah i, I i'm pretty sure sam vicini just used that one he? or he was like giving it on oh, he was he was on someone's pod and that's the exact comp they used for him it's I've like seen, i've seen joe angles too and i'd like i see that but that's just like too it's the australian, australian. Like, yeah exactly <laughs> yeah i uh, the distinction he made was that like Ricky had to learn how to have like a super like tight handle from such a young age sure. yeah. that like, that was just never an issue with him. Giddy is still like 
a little loose and like developing, I think, in the handle department. He has, obviously has like the vision and the flair and everything that Ricky does. Yeah. They have like yeah. different flares though. Ricky is like, yeah, like Giddy's like two hand overhead, like <laughs> swing shit. Like it's not like no look pass in the lane or that type of shit. You know? Yeah. yeah. Still beautiful. And I think that is a, a pretty good comp. Timothy Chamelet of the NBA or Chalamet of the NBA. Oh, well. <laughs> so, question for you guys because i feel like all right like obviously kate is amazing where do you guys stand after Cade? if you're houston at pick two because it feels like a lot of the trend is towards dan green we talked about this a little in the in the group chat i i have an opinion but i want to hear what you two think on on that pick oh man I would, I don't know. It's really tough because I I really like both Green and Mobley. Um, I would probably go Green though, just because like you have more stability in the front court with Wood already. Like I think he's a stud, um, and then you can just kind of fill in around him with front other front court guys who are, you know, later round because they have. 22 and 23 right in the first round as well yeah. so they could maybe pick someone up there move up or whatever but yeah, i just think Jalen green has such a high ceiling for just being a natural scorer in the nba and like kevin porter's sweet but like i could also see kevin porter like being out of the league in two years like i'm still like not 100 percent sold on that like yes he did go crazy in the second half of the season but like who else was going to be scoring on that team when Wood was out to like, I don't know. He just kind of had free reigns in that two month stretch, but yeah, I think Jalen green is like guarantee like a top 15 scorer in the league in a few years and has flashes of Zach Levine, Jordan Clarkson. And I don't know how yeah, he's a safe pick at this point for sure. A safer pick maybe. I don't know. I feel just like the the fact that Evan Mobley is going to be such a good NBA defender, That's like true. just as a baseline, like just the way he moves is so crazy. He's a total freak. Yeah. And like, I don't know, Cleveland, the thing that Cleveland put out, because I, I also think there has been a weird amount of smoke for Jalen Green to Houston. Like there was people were like, oh, they're going to take Mobley because he's the second best guy. And then immediately Houston was like, whoa green though and then yeah. he apparently can't get a uh, workout with him and they're like publicizing it there's a lot of weird stuff the draft is still like five days away <laughs> yeah. uh but i i don't know i think Mobley's just like a little bit more safe because of the defense and like his team thing but also like the idea of kevin porter and Jalen green like that's fun. passing to each other or like attacking off another's closeout is crazy yeah, that would be super fun. And to me, that's – I feel like that's about the extent that I'm willing to commit to that um, duo right now is it'd be super fun. Like, I have no idea yeah. how – bad regardless next year. Yeah, they, obviously, they have they're, a lot so, of they're so far away. Yeah. Um, but I think I, I side with you, Isaac, on, on this one where the – 
like when you watch like Giannis here, and I know this is the recency thing, but like, can you imagine if Phoenix could throw Evan Mobley out there on him? I mean, it, it'd be like similar to what they have with Aiden, except Aiden is like fouling someone every other possession. It's like the Jaden McDaniels version of DeAndre Aiden. Right. Yes. That, I like that. He, he, I saw a stat today that blew my mind. He averaged like 2.9 blocks a game, something like that. Mm-hmm. And only 1.8 fouls a game. That's, that's pretty impressive for an 18, 19 year old big man. For sure. And I'm sure it, that rate will go up some when he gets in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, this like archetype big man defender who also has an intriguing offensive game. I feel like to me, that's closer to Cade as much as like Jalen green is exciting. And I agree. He's going to be a 20 plus 25 plus points a game guy. I feel like, the Mobley archetype is harder to find and Jalen green might win rookie of the year. And people will say if they pass him, like, what were they thinking? But yeah. in terms of long-term winning, I think I have a little more confidence in what Mobley brings. Sure. It is fun to think about. I mean, we said Porter and green would be really fun together, but also just to counter like my point about <laughs> the point of like the stability you already have of having Christian Wood but like it would be really cool to see Mo the presence of Mobley free up the game for Christian Wood to just like focus more on offense and the length in that front court would be ridiculous too um oh yeah yeah, because I think you can definitely play, and maybe it's best for him to start as like a four sort of thing because he has that range of motion for guys that aren't just totally going to barrel him over. Or Yeah, like I think the Cavs said they like really like the idea of him playing next to Jared Allen, which would just be like, can you imagine trying to go to the rim against that? Like you got to worry about Evan Mobley like ranging behind you and right in front of you is Jared Allen and his fro. <laughs> it's brutal. Uh, Coral on the wing too like you can just run it back with Sexland in their turnstile zero defense collectively if you have those three guys behind them that'd be pretty fun I bet Sexton will be gone it sounds like they're trying to ship him out um, right now but I was like completely unaware of like how good Garland was last year I checked his stat line or his averages this year and his he's on my fantasy team with big big boon for me yeah he really bounced back from what i saw was like kind of an underwhelming rookie season granted it's he had an almost historically bad rookie season yeah. if i remember correctly yeah so i was happy to see that for sure but yeah that's that's a really fun idea of oh man i just hope that they hang on to jared allen because like he will be a hot commodity i think this this summer and i i I believe they're pretty cap strapped right now just with the kevin love situation (laughs) still like that's that is one of the worst contracts in recent memory honestly (laughs) oh my god he's making like 30 million dollars next year yeah they gotta stop assuming that they can get something of value for him because i agree it's starting to like mortgage their future because they've just refused to trade him at all. They might, they got to get off that. Yeah. They might have to start talking about like buyout situation, which is 
sad, but <laughs> it's the Cavs, though, man. That's shit. Yeah, that's tough. That's tough. Um, another guy who randomly moves like Mobley and is good at avoiding fouls and stuff, JT Thor, the guy who I had Dude. on where we were talking. Oh, my God. JT Thor is – I'm all in on this guy in round two. Like, I go late first even. Like, <laughs> I don't know much I, about him. I've just seen him in late first mocks. There, there are some freaks on draft Twitter. Like, the guy I was talking to today had him up at eight and, like, stuff like that. Damn. okay just... i've not seen that but <laughs> I, I like it though i mean when i was watching this guy i was like you know he's he's still a little raw obviously i think but... he started playing competitively when he was like 13 14 okay yeah you can kind of see that but he's from alaska like... <laughs> really that. wow I'm... okay put on for the ak okay <laughs> ice in his veins but like we're, we're talking about these guys like Kaminga, Keon Johnson, like everyone is still like developing. They're all so young. So many of these guys. Like, yeah, we don't need to just like push this guy down because he was kind of like, I don't know, less heralded, kind of came on out of nowhere, it seems. Yeah. In terms also, of the tools, I think though, I didn't log into the right Zoom account and we're not on pro. So I might start a new meeting in just a second. Oh yeah. Okay. Will that work? Will Zoom do that? I think so. All right. Well, we'll, we'll be we'll right see. back. We'll just swap <laughs> the Zoom rooms here. <laughs> Amazing. We uh, back. We back. Shout out to shout out to Zoom and forty five minute limits. <laughs> uh, but yeah, who are who are other guys? Thor is crazy. I'm. I like him. I think end of first seems like an appropriate place for somebody to take a swing. Mike Schmitz had Jaden Springer at 30 in his. He's another guy I've seen all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like, um, is it Chris Duarte? Duarte? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. He's he's an intriguing guy. He's a little, I mean, I think he's like 22 or whatever, but. 24. He's he's 24. Yeah. It's, it's rough. Ass. Never mind though. (laughs) Dude, that's kind of where I'm at too. Like I, his game, though, and he's he'd be just like signing like a veteran. Like he's gonna be good for you, but yeah. my god, like end of this first contract, he's already like there's a lot of late passes prime. Him, I think. Yeah, like that kind of team. I think it'd be great. With who? It'd be super fun. With a like contender. Lakers and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. Warriors like, to be the next West Matthews. Sure. Sure. Yeah. I was watching. I think, I was watching some highlights of him earlier and he does have like a little bit of a, a Bobby Portis eye situation as well. And I was like, <laughs> all right, <laughs> I got to make note of this guy and <laughs> be on the lookout. I keep close tabs, but uh, he can shoot. Yeah. He can really shoot. And he is this pretty solid defender too. And yeah, my man's got a gun. Fill it in, yeah. I hope. Yeah. I hope he lands on a good team. Mm-hmm. It's him like Jared Butler. Mm-hmm. I guess. Butler's good. I think Butler might like make an all rookie team, and some people will be like, Davion Mitchell went seven spots higher. Than- yeah. 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 I think that could it. be a real thing. He was the better player yeah, on he, Baylor. I think he won most of the season. Big 12 player of the year, right? Or yeah, he did. Or something. Yeah. yeah. He won player of the year. Yeah. Dude was a beast. 
I just think this draft, like, I, I pray the T Wolves get in here because they're just so yeah. many fun guys. Right. Like, whatever kind of like role you're looking for, like, I feel like there's a really fun bucket of just like bucket getters, like Cam with Thomas, Cam, yeah, Tom- Book Knight, Cam Thomas. Well, I think Cam Thomas, like, I'd take him in the lottery. I, yeah. Yeah. I, when I see him like at the end of the first, I just think we're overthinking this. Like, He's, he has a ways to go as a facilitator, as a defender, all that stuff. But, like, it's the same deal. I mean, like, Book Knight and Jalen Green and these guys, like, you're choosing them there because they can score right. and they can be electric scoring the ball. Mm-hmm. It's just weird to me that we push Cam Thomas down. Like he could be one of those guys that like shoots like 32% from three as a rookie. And it's just like, this guy doesn't know when to shoot, but I don't know. He kind of reminds me. They're not the same player, but like when Kevin Porter came out, like you could see all this ability. He just sure. didn't really like, the shot selection is not. Yeah, it wasn't like all put together in college. Yeah. But then, yeah, you see once he gets like a chance to show what he can do, yeah, it's like, wow, I think we overthought this. He clearly like could go get a bucket whenever he needed. So you got fun guys like that. Trey Mann, similar, I think. Trey Mann's uh, really fun. Yeah. Uh, Bones Highland, another guy. Bones um, is I, crazy. Who what I was about to say somebody after you said uh Trey Man. Oh, and then you like Josh Christopher and BJ Boston, I think are yeah. both fun. Yep. Both of those guys. I'm like I don't know where I'm at with BJ Boston, Zaire Williams at this point, but those two do kind of feel reminiscent of what happened with um J-Mac, Jaden McDaniels last year. And they're different types of players, but yeah, in in terms of like disappointing freshman year and kind of falls off people's radars. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I think like the East Coast bias thing is a real thing. And both Zaire Williams, Josh Christopher, Jalen McDaniels, these are all like West Coast guys. and I mean Chris Duarte same thing I think they're just kind of not top of mind and if you're a team with like multiple first round picks like uh, who is it I mean OKC obviously like go take a swing on one of these guys who a year earlier we would have said yeah this guy's top five top ten absolutely and that's the fun thing about the Rockets having two picks in the 20s also the Rockets yeah that that was the other one swings yeah home run swings yeah definitely I mean Kevin Porter same deal Pac-12 there's no respect (laughs) what's the 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 book night thing and also him rising from a bunch of private workouts is a little terrifying it feels Dion Waitersy to me a little bit yeah but he was so good before he got hurt. So it's kind of like everyone else generally had a couple more months when eyes were on college basketball and March Madness to like prove themselves. And he never really got that because he just missed so much time. So I feel like maybe like the waiting that you put into the 
private videos for him might be higher than it is for the other guys. Like, sure. I've heard, like, him as high as six. I mean, yeah, I've seen multiple mocks in the last two days that have him going at six or seven. And I think, yeah, it's a little, I kind of, it, it was, just feels a little crazy to me because there are so many scores and I'm like, yeah. oh, I'll get BJ Boston at 27. Like no problem. <laughs> like, it's a very yeah. for scores. I also saw a video on Twitter. It was a compilation of like, I think it was just tournament games where he like clearly had at least one or two teammates wide open like either from three or like under the basket and he's just like heaving shots like this dude has one mentality and it's just score so i mean there wasn't a whole lot of other talent on yukon which is that's also hard to gauge just his scoring ability um outside of seeing those videos of him making empty or like open threes in an empty in an empty gym but like like you said, it's just a it's a very deep class, you know, and you can get that elsewhere, I think, in later rounds or later selections. So. Yeah, I'm still a fan. I think it's just the the way this class shakes out. Like you have your guys at the, the top four or so and then like Scotty Barnes. Mm-hmm. And, and it's just so like. Like cherry picking based on what your team's looking for. Definitely. So if if you need like a score, I think Book Knight's probably the best bet in that next giant tier. Sure. There's other guys you could also get, but if you're looking for like defense, yeah, that's probably not where you want to go. No. Go get Davion or yeah, yeah. Anyway. outside of just pure scoring. Like he kind of gives me Clarkson like flash. I kind of like Clarkson for him. I hadn't thought of that. Yeah, just because, I mean, he will be a guy who they, you know, whatever team gets him, he'll come in for 20, 25 minutes and coach is just going to tell him to score. Like, I think that's the type of player he'll always be. Um, at, I mean, he is young. I mean, I think he's, what, 20? He's a sophomore. 20, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, that's to, an important person, though. Jordan Clarkson, like, look at, like, how important campaign was. Like, who would have ever guessed? Yeah, campaign coming off the bench. Reggie like, Jackson. Yeah, like these guys, they matter even if you have like your main lead guy already. Mm-hmm. I think you can generally fit them in. I mean, if if Sacramento does move on from Buddy, I know yeah, like nice. we think it's like a pretty crowded backcourt. Yeah. Book Knight's not going to help their defense. No, 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 but the point is, I think, and also what Phoenix shows like. Playing two lead guards is like becoming a pretty normal. It's kind of like the trend right now. Sure. And you throw Booknight, I think he can play alongside Fox or Halliburton, and he just gives them some more punch if Buddy were to leave. I mean, I could see that being a fit. Yeah. Yeah. I, I kind of like that. I, I like that fit, I think, for Sacramento. Or if Lonzo leaves, like mm-hmm. bring him into New Orleans. Yeah, they I'm don't so really, curious about the New Orleans offseason. They don't really have like a spark plug guard. Like I don't see Nikhil being that. Like he's more of a freaky facilitator who can play defense too, not like a you know Nikhil's kind of a bomber. 
Nikhil kind of got. He thinks he is, I think. <laughs> we don't know if he actually It could is. use help in that department, I think, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, or they another could, guy. Or they could just draft, um, what's his, Sengun or whatever? Sengun. <laughs> oh, yeah. guy and just put beef in that front court with Zion. <laughs> just clog the lane. Zion, he? Adams, and Sengun. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Hell, yeah. Oh, and Jackson that. Hayes. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Josh Hart. Ingram at point. <laughs> I think that's one of my other um like favorite parts of the draft is the big men, like overall, I think are not great after Mobley, but there's really interesting. There's a group of like four-ish guys mm-hmm. between Shangun, Garuba. And then Isaiah Jackson, Kai Jones. Yeah. And there's some guys in the second. But between those four, like... There's a drop-off for sure. Yeah, yeah, but I think they're all four of them are really interesting. Yeah, I like Shingun. It's just... He's... he. I, I don't know much about Garabu, but Shingun has, like, a very dated style of basketball. Or play style. You know, he's... No matter he how does. no matter how good he's gonna be, he's gonna play 20, 25 minutes in that like bounce unis role or Nurkic role, you know, just because he doesn't really have a an offensive game outside of twelve feet, ten feet. So. Yeah, and he's not even close to the size of Nurkic. Like he's he's definitely a four, I feel like. Oh, you think so? Like oh, he's and, like six ten. He he'll play five for he'll do like Valanciunas, but like there are gonna be dudes that are bigger than him. You know, yeah, like he's not Nurk big. Just like Valanciunas, like, Nurk and Valanciunas are like knocking dudes over on the rack. leading the league in rebounding. That's not his game, but he can like. I mean, I like the Sabonis comp, like kind of like Sabonis and quite... Jared Vanderbilt had a baby. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> that is a player. You know, actually, I have a fun comp for him that I've been wallowing over. And yeah. I'm... All right. To me, Shingun is like the exciting younger version of one legend named Ethan Happ. Oh, my. <laughs> I just, I feel like so many of the things they do well slash struggle with are so similar we and everyone that. loves it because it's Shingun and he's playing in this Turkish league and everyone dismissed it for Ethan Happ. I think Shingun at least has like passable shooting form that may lend himself to like being playable down the line. Was but, Happ like mixing it up in the post? Dude. Yeah. His like footwork and ambidexterity was like the best I've ever seen. Still, <laughs> okay. I don't know if, how far we're wallowing into Badger territory yeah. just because no. I think this is. There's no bias built into this. You guys know I'm a I'm a Pac-12 guy these days. Oh, true. Yeah. It's all an elaborate setup. So call <laughs> yeah. Ethan Needs All a- that is to say, I love his game, and I think there's going to be a fun role for him. Yeah, but- I hope he gets on a good team. Yeah, I think like, we need to have a Ethan Hap strike count for Joe on this podcast. Definitely <laughs> not the first time you've gone on a short tangent praising Ethan Hap for his 
his play style. I just need his number, Big 22, to be retired at the Kohl Center. That's all I'm asking for. <laughs> I'm going to keep doing my part. Get a petition going. I'm watching an Ethan have 2020 <laughs> best plays and highlights now just because I'm so taken aback by this. <laughs> that's, a, that's a low, low, low right there. That's a dark If hole. it makes you guys feel any better, the last one of the last pods we did – it was like way before like I really knew any of these guys. I was joking about um, what's his name, the Iowa guy, Garza. Oh, Garza, yeah, saying like he might have a role. I'm here to tell you that ship has also sailed, and yeah. I'm fully <laughs> off Luca Garza as an NBA prospect. Even though um, he's down to 250 and looking spry. Yeah, yeah. Unless <laughs> that dude can shoot. 40 to 45 percent from pro three he's gonna have a very short career i think yeah yeah and he'll even then he'll be like, a monster europe guy for someone yeah, yeah I've got, fine. so i've got two or three guys i want to ask you about just first so the first guy I, I know you guys are very high on him um and i'm just curious what a good fit for him would be because I feel like he's definitely a project and we haven't seen a lot of him a lot like a lot of tape in the last year year and a half with him um is Sharif Cooper um because I mean he was hurt for a good chunk of his freshman year um but he had like pretty solid performances with Auburn they were just a horseshit team at that point in in the season well, him coming back sort of like changed their whole whole year. Yeah, mm-hmm. like the weird eligibility thing. Uh, Is that I what think, it was? It wasn't an injury. Or I, I believe it was an eligibility thing. Uh, yeah. But uh, Just he super shifty. I, he's so shifty. Like I think he's got. I talked about this on the episode we do with him, but he's got like a almost like Allen Iversony like get to where he wants on the court sort of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So and good. I think the the like uh, Trey Young going so far and driving the NBA offense just by just by like pure advantage creation. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Sharif doesn't obviously have the shot that they have to account for and spread the floor way out uh, by any measure of Trey Young. Uh, but like, if he can do like the thirty one, thirty two percent Luca thing and like just create so many advantages without that like and shoot enough to like keep people around him like i think that maybe works i feel like i've got him like top 10 i'm a big yeah i I love it i mean i've seen him in like consistently in the like low 20s yeah Yeah. i think that's sort of what the 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 consensus the intel is pointing yeah. towards right now but I, on boards i've seen him as high as like five and stuff because i think like the case is like there are so few like primary initiators or guys that can like have the ball and do that for a game in this draft uh which is why i also have springer who's like <clears throat> anywhere from first to second round at this point on some boards i think mike schmitz had him at 30 uh i think the fact that they can be that sort of like ball carrying do the handle handle that load mm-hmm. uh like them giddy uh really like puts them over all these like ancillary wings that need to make leaps in other areas to become that kind of plus guy yeah yeah there's really not a lot of like 
primary guys after like the obvious like Cade and Jalen Suggs, Giddy. But then it's like a lot of those guys that we were talking about, the bucket getters, they might like technically be a point guard, some of them. Mm-hmm. But no one, yeah, can do what Sharif is doing. Yeah, like Trey I, Mann's kind of there, but not like not in terms of like the facilitating though. Exactly. Like, and Sharif, like literally, it looks like he's controlling everything that happens out there offensively. Yeah. It's I I can't think of another prospect with like his crazy level of like wizardry with the ball, like since like Kyrie, like it's like that level. And so even though he's not a great shooter yet, like he's just so exceptional at controlling the offense that I think, I think it's going to work. And, you know, it'd be so fun. I'm just looking at like possible destinations. If we get Sharif, to the Knicks. I, I think every quickly. person I've talked to Sharif with, that's the big him and oh MSG every night. Yeah, he would be an absolute like we, we compare him to Marbury. I mean, Sweet. hey, there's a precedent. Mm-hmm. Knicks are good. They've got two picks there and like 19 and 21. Yeah. That's right in the sweet spot. Him throwing to Mitch Robinson. Mm-hmm. Well, another another team that has two spots there, and we were talking about earlier is and they will for sure be home run swingers. I feel like just with their trajectory and roster age is, is Houston. Like, yeah, that'd be fun. Like, Absolutely. Order. And I mean, assuming that they would draft Mobley then too, in the, with the two, that would be very fun. The passing between him and Mobley. Mobley's such a good passer. Yeah. yeah. He's just good at everything. Like, that's good. I think Mobley's a better passer than Jalen green. Yeah, absolutely. Even, yeah, that's not even like a, a hot take. So it's just Jalen Green can take one step and be past ninety-nine point nine percent of everybody in the world. Just levitate Except up. maybe Evan Mobley. <laughs> Them going one on one would be fun. Because <laughs> Mobley can take one step know. and cover seven. Yes, exactly. <laughs> what if Houston scheduled a workout with both of those players on the same day without them knowing and they just made those two play one-on-one and that's and it. And they high flying bird it and sell it on pay-per-view. <laughs> yeah. Dude, that is a good route to go. I think that's, that's a weird movie, but I think about it all the time. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, no. I, I had one other. Oh yeah. Yeah. Who uh, else? Um, I don't know too much about him. I've just seen a lot of people kind of buzzing about him recently is that, uh, is it Robinson Earl from Villanova? Oh yeah. Robinson. Yeah. Um, I mean like pretty athletic and had great production in college. Um, but he's just kind of that, like he's kind of a t- positionless player. I don't, I don't know what he, he'd be a, athletic four that's a little undersized or he's kind like, of I, I think he's definitely a four he <laughs> like because he, he did some five stuff in college he's a little small for that yeah. in the nba but he's yeah. got some like taj gibson to him yeah I like that some jj hickson <laughs> and i feel like I just think he's more fundamental villanova guys yeah like when's the last like villanova player that didn't work out to like right at least being yeah. a role player for sure. every year cal bridges i mean um, yeah bridges divincenzo uh art S- sadiq bay 
Yeah, Josh Hart. And... Yeah, Jalen Brunson. Like, I have so much trust in a Jay Wright product. Yeah. They like, I don't know, like, Jeremiah's, uh, like, ultimate ceiling mm-hmm. may not be too great. I think he is kind of physically limited. But if you're just looking for some, like, well, you know who else? rotation big man. Yeah. You know who else yeah, is love it. pretty similar, like, measurements when they were coming out and like physical traits or like the athletic traits too. Um, but just had like T-Rex arms was, uh, fuck, what's his name? The Memphis dude. Oh, uh, Tailman? No, other guy, the Ingram or no, their center. The, the, the fuck. On the Grizzlies. Yeah. Oh, Jaron Jackson. No other guy. I'm, I'm drawing a blank. Tilly, Jang, Valanjunas? <laughs> no, you haven't named any of them. Um, he's not a – I mean, he's a power forward. Is, is yeah. it Xavier Tillman? It's not Xavier Tillman. Um, <laughs> oh, Brandon Clark. Brandon Clark, thank oh. you. <laughs> I was thinking Ingram. Isaac. How quickly we thank, forget. Thank you. Come on, man. That's my boy. It was my boy. I'm so sad that Xavier Tillman was so good at defense that he took all of his minutes this year. <laughs> Wild. He'll bounce back, though. He just Clark forgot how to shoot the basketball too. Like this year is he's not good. Like a little, but he was playing like two minutes a game. Like I don't think he got a ton of opportunities to to do his thing. Shine, yeah. But just making that comparison of yeah, and he's a little bit older too. I think this is he was like a junior or something. Robinson Earl this year, right? I think so. Yeah, sophomore. But uh, yeah, sophomore. But he's, he's a little, little bigger, bit older. He's not like 21. Like a, not as like elite a vertical athlete, I don't think, as Clark. But, yeah, no, not at all. Yeah, yeah, I guess I was just trying to grasp at straws there. But no, he's he's more <laughs> I think he's like a smarter, smarter corner passer sort of guy. Like Taj, but like a little bit more wet from three, I feel like. That's kind of how I think about it. I think that's fair. I wouldn't be shocked if he sneaks into the light first. I've seen a lot of teams getting excited about him. So very cool. How high do you guys go on uh, Corey Kispert? By the way, I think he's twelve, fifteen range. I think he's he's a good shooter and has underrated playmaking skills. And I mean, it's a lazy. I mean. Joe Harris, I think, is a great comparison for him. He could just be a spot-up guy and, you know, moving off of screens. Plus a little, yeah. He's pretty athletic, too, actually. Um, yeah, I think that is a pretty good comp, even though it does feel lazy. He's a pretty safe safe pick, too. Um, I, I don't love – I keep seeing him mock to Charlotte at 11, and I don't love that. Like, I get it. I don't either. I'm with you on the – Isaiah Jackson or just something like that for them. I really would love Isaiah Jackson or uh, mm-hmm. Kai Jones there. But also, like, I get, I feel like I see things from people that, like, actually cheer for them. And they're like, let's just get a big in free agency. Like, there's going to be a million. And, like. Well, they're, they're interested in Miles Turner, I saw today. So. Yeah. So, okay. like, I could see, I could see them doing something like Kispert or one of those scoring guys. And yeah. just to, like, have that legit guard score. Well, I guess. Terry's really been that, but like a bigger wing guy. Wing guy, yeah. I, think, I don't even know who they have out there. I, I will Gordon Hayward, yeah. 
They can get Hayward and Kisper. Yeah, they can. I guess Kisper Hayward makes sense as Kisper a shooter, but he's not fun. a. I don't know. I think, I think you want be... defense or some sort of. I don't know. They I have, think they're, they're kind have... of like. Yeah, I think Bronze would be a really nice pick there yeah, if he's still around. Yeah, I'd like that. Trey Murphy too. I think Murphy's would another guy. Would you go guy Murphy over Kispert? To maybe. Yeah. It's, it's if you need that like. Sell me on Trey Murphy. Presence. I haven't done the crazy thing yet. He's been getting a bunch of hype this week. Yeah, dude. I Late I was gonna include him on the list with like Duarte and Jared Butler as like a you can plug him in Definitely. on a good team because he is like he won't be an all star, but. It's a little um, Mikhail Bridgesy feeling, and that you just know this guy's gonna be able to shoot, and you know he's gonna play great defense. And he has like he shot like forty three percent on high volume, like it's so sure, and like the release, everything is good. But then he's like six nine, two thirty, something like that, Ooh. and like moving his feet, and he comes from Virginia, which is another school that I trust those guys. Sure. Like, I think he's a super sure bet, but at that size, like, that's more than just like a Wesley Matthews three and D kind of guy. Like, that can be like a legit weapon that you can keep on the floor at all times. I, I Kisper could be a weapon too. I think sort of feels two way. Almost, would you say almost Cam Johnson y? Yeah, yeah. Actually, I've heard that one for him. He's a little like more uh, built out than cam though he, he bangs a little more yeah. i don't yeah. think he's quite as like fluid on the perimeter sure um sure, sure. Boy. i think he's a four but i think he'd be damn good at it right on i'm about it who do you like more between murphy and jalen johnson i like murphy you like murphy I, and johnson? yeah no. i don't know where i'm at with jalen johnson i just feel like didn't see and, a lot of them. Yeah, obviously, there's all the questions about like him leaving every team he's been on. I that stuff I can like move on from. Yeah, I can live with it. Whatever. He's still like is a pretty exciting prospect just by the measurables. But it's the tape itself. I don't know. I wouldn't take him over a lot of these guys that we're talking about. I think there's just so far that he has to go. I think he needs to land in the perfect system too. Yeah, order. he feels just like, like a, a Michael Porter Jr. Like he's got a super high ceiling, but you know. Sure. Yeah, I feel like he's just like a. He'll have some super exciting transition plays, and that's kind of about it right now. I think Indiana's kind of trying to sell their pick, uh, and maybe move Turner. Who knows what's going on there? But I think that'd be a fun landing spot for him with Carlisle and Sabonis. Yeah. Yeah, yeah just be like a cutter run around like yeah. i don't know i feel like carlisle would be a good person for him because he he needs to learn how to lock in on both sides which i don't think he's really ever had to do before because he's just yeah. bigger and more athletic than everyone um yeah somewhere with structure like like indy can make sense i was gonna say spurs but i i love purtle playing up way too many minutes <laughs> <laughs> yep i think i was thinking the spurs could be a sneaky a spot. spot oh oh wait who did you say sharif oh wow 
I don't know. I, I feel like Mary... on another. I mean, I feel like they have an abundance of guards already. Like, that's, yeah, that's kind of a lot. But I mean, it creates competition, I guess. But yeah, I don't know if I love that, but it, it's just a change up for them. Shangun would also just be freaking perfect in that system. Spurs have never really had like a like a super flashy like. Yeah, exactly. I can't even like picture that. That guy uh, would be kind of like him, Dejanta, DeRozan, uh, Gay, and Pirtle, or yeah, what they do at four. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they maybe they grab. Keldon Johnson at the four. Oh, honestly. and yeah, yeah, definitely Keldon instead of yeah. Gay. Oh, yeah. at the four and Pirtle. That's like a weird, fun a wild team. team. <laughs> That's a wild team. Let's just get out and run. Get out and run. That's fun. Uh, I don't know. You guys have other guys. We want a two K crystal ball. Get out of here. What are we? What are we feeling? About, well, I guess. Just oh, we're, we're we've been having an ongoing thing about Jericho Sims. I was that was where I was going. <laughs> Literally about to bring him up. <laughs> Perfect segue. That's that's beautiful. Um, I feel like, I mean, I've seen multiple like two round mocks have him going to Atlanta. Um, okay. At like forty eight or something like that. I mean, he'll definitely be a second rounder, which is. I'm still not convinced he's going to get drafted, but we're guaranteed a number of Jericho posters in summer league at this point. I think we're, we're getting it. (laughs) I don't see why he wouldn't be like, I mean, I just think this draft is so weird and deep that like, he's a little older. He is old. He is old and he's really bad at most things outside of eight feet away from the basket. (laughs) But he, but he knows that I think. I don't think he's oh, like totally. delusional about his skill set, which is worth something. It's be a lob, uh, strictly lobs right, right there. What did what did he shoot from the line? Oh, not great. Fifty. Yeah, doesn't have particularly great touch, but he's got <laughs> decent feet and he can fly. Yes, he can. Yeah. And he, I mean, yeah, he, those two attributes you'd think would allow him to be pretty flexible on a defensive with most defensive like rotations and like being uh-huh. a guard, shooting guard through center, maybe, or small forward through center, I guess. But, and I don't know. I just don't, if he could be, if he did have the ability to do that, not very many like guys right away can guard multiple positions, you know, and sure. You should just hone in on on trying to learn how to play defense in the NBA, which uh, that's a huge ask, I think, coming from any rookie, but also Jericho Sims. Like, I played a year of basketball with him, and I don't think he said a single word <laughs> in that in that entire season. So. Yeah. Not a good having to actually be the QB of an NBA defense (laughs) after being like a guy on Texas for four years is a little timid. Yeah, I don't know. That's that's a a lot. Yeah, I'm. I'm just like. I think I'm more excited for like the summer league highlights than I am for his actual prospects. For sure, good NBA player. He could be a G League guy for yeah, he could tough age to be a G League guy. I think 
Um, I think there's just – there are other options in the second round that I think may have a more realistic chance of helping you. And I and I love Jericho, and obviously we all love him. Mm-hmm. But, like, if you want a big, like, Charles Bassey, I think, has some, like, legitimate I love Charles Bassey, tools. Yeah. I know you never have. <laughs> um, Sharp at North Carolina. Sharp is fun. Isaiah Todd, like – I, I think I'm at also least have something to work Isaiah with. Todd. I might be Isaiah Todd and a first round hype thing. Sure. Sure. Mm-hmm. I, and then you got like Quentin Grimes. I have no idea why he's like not going first round. Uh, I've seen him get a little love there. I'm not huge on, but JT Thor, you got like the big 10 guys with Matt Io and Hurt. We got Aaron Matt Wiggins. Hurt. I was waiting. I was waiting for Joe to get there. Uh, the oh, baby. Is he getting drafted? I've seen him in some I, I think it might happen. Yeah. I think Finally. just being that big and being that good at shooting can just get you on a roster. Yeah. As crazy as that sounds, he's going to have a cup of coffee with the team, but. Like, he's not bigger or stronger than, but he's, like, better than Frank Kaminsky. I would, that's what I'm telling myself with all these guys. Like, yeah, 100%. Frank was playing big minutes in the finals. Like, Well, I mean, the, he shouldn't have been playing big minutes in the finals. But, like, he for was all intents and purposes, in the finals, he's a fine. I'll say. He was pretty good in that, like, game When you six. knew it was over. That's when yeah. I knew it was over, yeah. It was... But, like, yeah, I think Phoenix probably could have used some – Jericho Sims just to be in there yeah. for a few minutes. Right. Like if Frank's playing in the finals, there's, like there's a game where Matt Hurt hits eight threes in the game. If you're in the <laughs> playoff series where he's playing like 20 minutes, you know, like that's, that's just a possibility, you know? Oh yeah. He has, so, let's see between him, Jalen Suggs, um, Jericho McKinley. Yeah. McKinley could go. Mm-hmm. He had a really good draft combine. I've seen his name around. Yeah. I think that's it, right? Four four dudes. So that's a high number. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. I mean, think about like our first podcast we're talking about. It was like Rashad Vaughn and <laughs> Todd. Like, yeah, where we thought we were. Man, so, Rashad I'm, Vaughn's so fucking crazy. We barely even talked about Jalen Suggs. And I know we're like wrapping up, but it's pretty cool that like everyone seems to be in on this guy, like just being a beast no matter what. Yeah. And like, he can go to like yeah. any team. Yeah. I think the tournament for him went as well as it could. Yeah. For him, you know, like he Very did it all. He proved it all. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't sure like when he came out of high school that I saw him as like a top five like NBA kind of guy. I saw him as like a Gary Trent guy, which I mean, he's turned out to be a stud too, but like, I don't know. I think the ceiling for Jalen is way higher. Like, yeah. Just the fact that he shot so well from three this year, like that was like the big thing. Like he still has like so weird handle. That's not great. He's got some stuff, but like he just had kind of a fairy tale season there. Sure. Yeah. Where do we like? It'd be so cool. I'm all in on Toronto for him. I think that's. I feel like, yeah, everyone wants that. Yeah, just to kind of living the Jalen Green Toronto dream until I know it doesn't happen. (laughs) Kind of sweet. Um, That's fair. And like him in Cleveland would be fun. Mm -hmm. uh, Or Suggs in Cleveland would be fun. Yeah. 
Uh, but I don't know that that's how it happens if it shakes out. I don't know. I think it's going to be a wild draft. I think there are going to be a lot of trades. I could see Toronto trading back. I could see – I really think that OKC is going to be aggressive. Like, if Is someone – like, is, do they get Kawhi? <laughs> like, what, what the fuck do they – I don't know. Like, they're – they hold a lot of chips for sure. And yeah. Like, they could, you know, play the long – continue to play the long game or they could just cash out and, like – trade 12 picks for the number one pick and all of a sudden you have um Cade and in, in Thunder Uni with shit. It'd be pretty <laughs> so cool. wild. So wild. On Hilly Ridge. I know. I'm 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 pumped. Crazy turnaround. This is like hard to even wrap my brain around that it's like a week after the finals. Absolutely. I really enjoyed having late or like july basketball i i kind of want that to to stick like i don't know i just like if they got even more common with the olympics and shit that's true yeah 11 oh no that game's on right now balmar i was playing right now i was i had that circled on my calendar but all right well let's hop zoom rooms one more time and then uh we'll do uh 2k crystal ball and get out of here so we can watch balmaro hell yeah sounds good See you in a sec. Super good. Uh, so we've been talking draft for the last like hour and change. Uh, let's look into the the two K crystal ball here and see what what we see for the future of basketball. So I'm gonna finish the bowl we got going here. All right, Wilberg, take the lead. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I mean, Jesus. Is this half related or is this off season? You you can take a sec. It can be uh, like a lineup that you see, like a trade you want to happen, something they add to like the culture of basketball, like this in the arena for the fan experience at home, whatever, whatever you're drawn to while you look into it. (laughs) Okay. Look into the smoke. Looking into it. (laughs) Look. Deep into the 2K Crystal Ball. Hmm. Um. All right, I got one. And I, I actually don't think. It's like that uh, crazy, but I think that the draft is on the 29th. All right. By the end of the month, Ben Simmons is in another jersey. I just feel like it's... And that jersey is? And that jersey, I mean, I want to say it's Minnesota. I don't think that's going to be it. I would like to say it's Minnesota. (laughs) Yeah. My my ball is looking a little cloudy on that one. Mm. Um, <laughs> Convenience. <laughs> mm-hmm. I've heard Golden State doesn't like him. Do they just do? Do they just do a CJ and Bob Covington for Simmons swap at this point? I hadn't thought about that one before. 
I mean, I've seen CJ's. Well, I actually recently saw that they're not trading CJ. But. I mean, they might have, if they if they were to not do Dame for it, it would have to be CJ and like a Paul George esque amount of draft picks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like Anthony so, and the boys, and I, probably no, Anthony, <laughs> probably Bob Covington, just as a sweetener, just for the reunion purposes. So. Yeah, I my balls actually tell me something else though. Oh, hmm. a team that has its own shit. It's got to work through this off season, but I think that's kind of what's making this possible. Ben Simmons, great passer, joins one of our other favorite passers in the dirty A. Down with the Hawks wow. in some sort of sign and trade deal with Collins and or I guess Danilo is not. Fridge, but reddish could be in there damn i think there's a lot of pieces that could make sense there i don't know if collins and Embiid would be something you'd have to collins, work through all that collins and Embiid would be something collins toby and Embiid would be <laughs> even more of something dude. That would i be. would just love simmons operating in that kind of spacing I'm still a big fan of his and like yeah he's awesome he's getting such like pushed out I kind of feel like Embiid honestly although he's great like it's just going to be hard to pair guys around well it's just not a good comp when like your point guard or not a good like pairing when your point guard clogs the lane like he does yeah the ball dominant post yeah you know I think that might become like my favorite team though if Atlanta had Trey and Ben Simmons just yeah. the pick and rolls the short rolls like a fast breaks yeah oh my god it would be nuts beautiful yeah if they can find a way to get Ben Simmons in Atlanta that's that's big <laughs> mm-hmm. and it helps their defense like throw them on Giannis anyway that's Absolutely. my first one all right I like it I like it Peter you got um, one or yeah I could piggyback off of the the trade talks um and i also don't think that this one is too crazy it's it's a little crazy but i think the lakers are going to be very aggressive um and i think well i've seen reports that the wizards want to be like the thunder as opposed to like a reload for next year they kind of want to acquire as many assets for the future as possible with what they have. Um, And I think that's by training or by the beginning of next season, Russell Westbrook will be a Los Angeles Laker. I think they'll be able to figure out, they'll be able to figure out like either a sign and trade with um, Schroeder, Schroeder, pair Schroeder with Beal. That would be kind of intriguing. Um, and then throw like I think um, Harold's on a player option. He could accept that, and they could send him off. Kuzma, obviously, Horton Tucker. I mean, they do have like some decent chips, you know. But like, I like Taylor. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like you got to sign half of them to <laughs> <laughs> sign in trades, which is always you know mucky. But I just I also think like. Russell Westbrook for how incredible he is as a player. Like it's just so hard to like have a team around him. I don't know. Like he needs, I'm so intrigued to 
like at the thought of him being like just a slasher and like just crashing the offensive boards and running constantly for like 30, 35 minutes a game. And I mean, I think LeBron would be a pretty good partner for him. And it would also take a lot of playmaking stress off of LeBron and AD too. And um, that just makes sense. Yeah, and off of Russ, I think they would all just benefit yeah, from exactly. that. It's, it would be, it would be ugly basketball sometimes just cause like both Russ and Braun are like, at this point in their careers are just put your head down and Freight run, trains. Run, in, run into people in the lane. But, um, but it would be damn be hard fun. to stop just, too. Yeah, it would just be the, like shades of like the late nineties rockets when like Barkley and Drexler were there. Yeah. Closing, yeah. Both well, in their thirties. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I would Russ, love that. Russ is a, Russ is a LA guy. He grew up in, yeah. Um, in like South central, I think. Um, but yeah, I think that's my first one. I'm trying to think of any more. Isaac, you got any? Yeah. Uh, so I was watching Peach Jam today. Uh, Hell yeah. And like, I know it's the the like pinnacle AAU everything, but it still feels too much like an AAU tournament for how commercialized everything else around everything is right now. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you know, like it, it still looks, has the look of like a high school basketball game. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, like, <laughs> uh, like, and it's fun. Like, it's cool seeing the stars in that. And I get, we can do that like for the tournament, but like the final game should like be at a stadium. There should be all yeah, this that, like crazy. I, that thing peak. was like tiny. Yeah. And it was packed, but like yeah, they yeah, could yeah. have like gone to a legit spot for that. I agree. Like, I, I guess it's, maybe there's some weird like ancient broadcast rule about like amateurization of high school stuff on tv i don't know but like they should like especially now that guys are getting paid to be playing like right after this and whatnot like i want some crazy peach couches like on the sidelines like i want like let's go full full out with the whole thing you know <laughs> like, they, Nick- uh- Nick Smith Jr. dropped like 30 on this team and looked like dragging his team around. It like looks like he's gonna go get a Gatorade and a hot dog for 350 at the concession yep. stand yep. afterwards. It's like There's beauty to that. There's beauty to that. Taco in a bag, man. <laughs> exactly. Like, <laughs> I agree. Uh, that's at least the big ones. Yeah, and at least for the final, like or the final four, maybe. Like let mm-hmm. let these kids go and do a crazy thing. They mm-hmm. play in these same gyms literally so fucking much. Like <laughs> could, those would sell out arenas, I think. Or like especially like people, they're on Twitch now getting streamed, which is awesome. But like yeah. Yeah. we could kind of dumb. we can go bigger. And it probably will, and it's only a matter of time, especially now. Let's pick up the pace here, Eibel. You were you were ahead of the game with shoe collabs and whatnot, but it's it's 2021 now. Let's let's get in a stadium. Yeah, yeah. And the this is more money to be made for, for <laughs> you saw uh, like Mikey Williams already signed with like an agency to help with his, like, like the profiting off his image and all that. Yeah. There's whole ways you can bring like the representation to these games and everything. And mm-hmm. like get the, the players as if they need bigger egos, but like you can get like posters up, like 
there's a whole lot you can do with it. Get these high schoolers some some contracts too. Like it, it should yeah. be as cool as it looks on Instagram. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. Love it. All right. I've got um a couple of quick draft related visions. Go if for I it. can. All right. First one is I am such a believer. Um, I think Cade leads Detroit to the playoffs next year, year Ooh. one. Wow. Love it. Cade, <laughs> Killian, fun. Jeremy Grant, Sadiq Bay, Isaiah Stewart. I'm sure they have some cap space they can work with too. Doom boy. Oh, you. yeah. Seiku. Dr. Doom. <laughs> as long as he has adequate shooting around him, which with that group, I think he would because he did not at all at Oklahoma State. I just think he's going to be able to run stuff just so beautifully from like the first day. I think he'll be their best player. If Killian shoots like 35% this year, they're going to be so fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the one thing though that is kind of terrifying about that team is that Dwayne Casey is still the coach there. <laughs> like, yeah, that's kind of crazy. That's a little wild. Like, I mean, I think he's he's a good coach when he has a good roster around him. But, but like, yeah. He's never been in the situation of just, like, a rebuild or, like, having young guys, I don't think. Yeah. Sure. It has been so long since Detroit has, like, a legit dude, though, too. I'm also just really happy for them. Like, they've yeah. gone through so many rough years. So that'll be fun for them. You're completely um, counting the Reggie Jackson days, but I mean, that's... I know, I know, <laughs> Greg Monroe, Greg oh. Moose. I saw there was I saw like a a recent video on Twitter that was like a total Moose hype video of like, oh, he's in shape now. <laughs> oh yeah, I see that. I, I think that yeah yeah yeah. I feel like that made it to the group no, chat maybe. No way. No uh, way. He had a he had a nice he has a nice draft uh pre draft video. He he looks icy for like 2013 or whatever. <laughs> That's so funny. He, he was walked, a beast. He walked so he, he walked so Draymond could run or not Dream uh Drummond could run. I think they're mm-hmm. kind of yeah. cutting the same cloth. But uh, yeah. Do you have another Joe? Sorry, my last flyer. I'm attaching my name to this guy. He's gonna be on. One of the all rookie teams. That's our boy Bones Highland. Mm, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I can just foresee like a, a quickly manual, quickly level kind of later pick, kind of not a big name outside of like draft Twitter guys. But he, when he starts pulling up from 35 feet and he's just like, He'll be a little bit of a sensation if he gets the time. Yeah. 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 He he lands on one of these like later Houston picks or something, and they just let him let him loose. Yeah, because who I is assume. who are who are their point guards this year? They after Kevin Porter Jr. John Wall. After because oh. he didn't play like half the games. <laughs> Dude, I don't they had these guys I had never heard of. The, like it was it was bad. There's the Jay Sean Tate doing some he, stuff. He didn't really play point guard though. Who is the what the, what's his fucking name? Rockets. Yeah, I'm looking now too. Rockets have just a lot of random, random players. Yeah. Armani <laughs> Brooks. Uh Armani Brooks, DJ Augustine. What did oh. DJ get on their team? I don't remember that at oh. all. 
Let's go. Ugh. There is, there's somebody else I'm thinking, but I may be thinking of him from the year before. I want to say he had like dreads or like dread ponytails or something. Oh, the little guy who could shoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was his name? Jets. Oh, that's going to bother me now. Yeah, I, I don't remember either. Armani Brooks was their guy at the end of the year, though. You're right. Yeah, that's Chris something. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Uh, oh, Chris Clemens. Chris Clemens. Clemens. Wow, I can't believe I pulled that. Yeah, um, let's I had go. No confidence in that. It's worked. Oh, I was so convinced he was going to be a beast. He was a buck. He's my comp for Bones Highland, actually. <laughs> Didn't he go? Will be better. <laughs> from like Oakland. Didn't he go like, or what school was he from? Yeah, it was some small like green West and yellow Coast. school. Yeah. It, it probably was Oakland. Yeah. Uh, microwave. Sorry. Yeah, that's my that's my crystal ball. Like he that. played college basketball for the Campbell Fighting Camels. <laughs> Fighting Camels? You're kidding. <laughs> Apparently. Go Camels, go. Wow. <laughs> That would strike fear. Oh damn! In he my tore heart. his Achilles. That's what happened. Mm. That's yeah. shitty. That's I got, tough. I got one more. Go wild. This is gonna be. I've always liked this this player, and I think he had a really good college career, and is being a little overlooked. I think he's a really good play, underrated playmaker, and could be a really good defender in the league. But I think. Ao Desumo will be an all rookie guy out of Illinois. He'll like be a first, he'll be a first rounder, a late first, and he'll provide enough of a spark for a for a already established contender and crack the rotation and be a. Yeah, that, dude was averaging like twenty five and five. He is big time. Yeah, he's yeah he's just so athletic and he's got great size and. Really, really good transition player. Um, he feels him and Joel Ayayi. Yeah, yeah, I like him too. They feel they feel similar, and they're both in like similar range. Another weird case of guys with like overlapping skill sets being very close to each other, and like minute team difference could be the thing. I'm so yeah. curious at how they all pan out. I like Ayayi a lot. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I don't think you want either of them to be like like the center point like score of your team oh, but as like a secondary guy yeah just like but like they could be like aaron holiday like yeah sure sure yeah. That. that's a good comp yeah that's my aaron henry another one kind of in that mold i like aaron henry you got any more isaac i don't know will joe wise can't make a roster <laughs> i can that guy can he can fill it up he can shoot it yeah, he has sure. a, he has an NBA skill set. He's got a quality, and it's happens to be the most important quality. Is he a senior? Okay, you know, he's uh, old. He, I'd rather have Isaiah Livers. Oh. But. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I guess just attaching myself to guys. I think I, Isaiah Todd. I think is going to be very solid. Love it. I like Raekwon Gray. <laughs> oh my god! But that's yeah. just that's just. NFL street bias playing in. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, I tell myself that I noticed that in me way more often than I thought I would. I just like <laughs> NFL street, like 
I feel like there are multiple arenas that play like that still have like a few NFL Street soundtrack like songs. Yang Yang Twain songs. <laughs> I'm just like I immediately that's where my brain goes and it's just an instant also just like if you look like an nfl street character like (laughs) chances are i'm gonna like you as a draft prospect (laughs) daishin knicks too might as well group them in with them exactly daishin daishin's fun i'm not i'm not 100 percent sold on him as a whatever i i i I like it and he fits all my things but i don't know that he's gonna be amazing yeah just because it's but, so fucking hard to be a guard in the NBA, not because he's not good or anything. Yeah, no, it it is. There's not a lot of second round guards like they're not really a thing even. Yeah, I just don't know if he's quick enough to be a defender. I don't, I don't know. I've got yeah. some questions. I hope that, to be like, proven wrong because he looks like an NFL Street character. Yeah, it'll be just cool to see like the G League guys all of them like how quickly. If it looks like they're kind of ahead of everyone else, like that's gonna be really interesting because we've never had like to this extent, you know. Four yeah, dudes I also wonder if definitely while watching Peach Jam today, I was like, "What if Jalen Duran goes to G League Ignite and comes back with Dwight Howard shoulders? Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what if that happens? What do we all do?" <laughs> yeah, and uh, who knows what's gonna happen with G League now with the. Overtime and Elite thing. and all these other stuff coming in too. The overtime yeah. league. I think I think as soon as Eibel ends, because uh, you can't play if you're getting whatever, uh, mm-hmm. we're gonna see like that league fill out, and that's gonna be crazy. And yeah, well, very very exciting stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank you guys so much for coming on. It was a good time. Yeah, yeah. It was a blast. Continue. Can't wait till Thursday week. Yeah, it's. I I honestly think like. I wouldn't be shocked if we wake up to news of like a Bradley Beal trade or something, <laughs> like something massive. There's, there's stuff in the air for sure. A time of year. Uh, and maybe maybe we do we do Space Jam another night and sure. whatever. Let's get <laughs> let's get out of here. <laughs> yep, I gotta do my homework on that one. Yeah, and I was gonna get Jin at one point too to hop in here. Well, I'll see if I can keep collecting people. For we'll sure. see what's up. There we go. I, I like got to rewatch. <laughs> I like the panel, the panel idea of exactly. I think it'd just be funny to have a bunch of grown men talking over each other, <laughs> <laughs> just yelling at each other. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I listened to like a, a podcast today with people just railing on it for like two hours that are like, and they're like five ish years older than us. So I'm like, yeah, that makes sense, but also like you're wrong. And <laughs> come on, man. It was what so, are we doing here? It was so good. It really, it really was. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. All right, guys. You have a great rest of your Sunday. All right. Oh man. Take care. We'll see you guys. See, see you, dudes. <laughs>